Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Sublime Soul Surrender. I am so happy to be back with all of you. This is Cosmos MD hosting today's episode solo. Some of you may be aware that the last week of the month I record a solo episode. I love this opportunity to have time that's unadulterated for me to share my thoughts with all of you, and also to summarize the month and bring in gratitude to those who have come and spoken. So going back over the month of May, and I hope you've all been listening to the beautiful humans that have graced us with their wisdom. We had my cousin, Rachna, who talked about the concept of being rebellious, being an Indian woman of color as an immigrant in this country, over 25 years ago, and since has raised daughters in this country and what it took to break so many molds in India and furthering that breaking of molds as she continues to step into her truth every day. Then after that, we had my friend Nadia, who came and talked with us about sexuality and the juiciness about claiming all that you really want in your sexual life to be a thriving individual also one of my Vita coach siblings. And that one brought in just some hotness and how to really celebrate what it means to be a sexual being. Then we had my own shaman, my own healer, Katie, who shared with us the beauty of reawakening this love within yourselves, testing yourself by leaning to discomfort, leaning into your edge, finding that depth within yourself where you're able to claim who you are with beauty recognition of your soul first. And then we had my friend Lorna, who came to talk to us about the the concept of intuition and how we all have these intuitive powers within ourselves, learning how to trust that intuition and then being able to be our own healer. All of those episodes And all of the episodes I have had since we have began this podcast have been mind-blowing. So we started this podcast in December, it is now May, and this is our 23rd episode. And every single person I speak to inspires me further to continue to step into who I am. And I do believe that we attract souls into our lives that have a similar energy or a similar pattern of thinking and being. And so I'm grateful that I continue to attract people into my life that further my own independent growth and individual being. Today, I want to talk about the binary in a different way. So those of you who have been listening or have been following me on Instagram or I coaching business or on Facebook and here with podcasts, know that I have been gender fluid for a year and a half. I'm 48. I came out when I was 47. I first came out sexually fluid. And then five months later, came out gender fluid. I am now to all of you announcing that I am dropping the fluidity. And I am claiming myself as a non-binary by dropping the she pronoun. This is my announcement. Woo! Like, seriously, it's a big fucking announcement. And it is a big woo on a tambourine, which I don't have. So, Angela, when you listen, please shake your tambourine. And I'm going to do another woo for myself. Woo-hoo! For anybody who's claiming anything new. 
why am I excited about this? And why is this a big moment for me to announce it here? And it's not because I don't appreciate my fluid status that I've been in. It's because I really want to embrace the non-binary status I want to step into. The concept of the binary and why I want to talk about it today is so damaging, in my opinion, to so many humans who don't identify with either being female or male. That is the binary. The binary means two. That's what that term means. So in the binary gendered world, there are only two recognized genders, male and female. What's interesting is the concept of gender is not something that is assigned to another person. It's a total misconception. It is something that somebody recognizes within themselves. Science is starting to catch up and recognize that, no, two genders are not the only ones we have. There are so many that I can't even name them here. So the non-binary for me represents squashing the existence of only two genders and really allowing for that fluidity, that flexibility to be whatever and whoever you want without having to label it. Now, non-binary itself is a label. So if we could get away from any label, that would be awesome, but we can't really function as humans without some kind of relationship to another And gender seems to be something that we can't get ourselves away from. Every document you sign for anything official asks you for your gender. And only recently did some of these documents start to include a non-binary option or an other option so you could put it in yourself. However, still isn't everywhere. I see it all the time. This is a big reason why I want to drop myself as a she pronoun identifying person because I don't want to confine myself anymore. It took me time. I'm 48. I've lived 47 years in one gender until I became 47 and a half and then dropped it. And then been open to this idea of, no, let me accept something else. And why? Because I look back and I see my whole life. I have broken so many of the norms that society puts on what a female identifying body stereotypically is supposed to either behave like clothes you're supposed to wear, ways you're supposed to speak, what you are expected to do. And I'm all about fucking up the norms and getting rid of stereotypes. So my claiming myself as a non-binary is many ways sticking up my middle finger at all the binary norms and saying, "Uh, no, room, let's make some room, make way for more not for an other. I don't want an other option. More. You know how horrible it feels to be othered? I don't know if any of you listening have been othered in different situations. So if you can see male, female, and other as something you would be filling out, that is not cool. I don't want an other. What I would like is nothing. Just have an extra checkbox. We fill it in ourselves, but we don't want to be othered. What would be even better is you don't have fucking male or female at all. And you just put in gender if we really need to know it. But why do we really need to know it? One of the things I really want to talk about is this idea I'm developing in my mind about how deeply ingrained the binary has 
come into our lives, that energy patterns are described in a binary form. So take a minute to sit with this concept that I'm about to share here. So for eons, we've talked about feminine and masculine energetic patterns. I ask all of you to question that. Why do we say a masculine pattern is one of action, one of doing, one of putting out, one of giving? And the feminine pattern is one of receiving, one of nurturing, one of just holding space and flow. I ask you to question that because, sure, you can look at it as man and woman, the binary. Man has historically been put in this role of being the breadwinner, being the one that has the penetrative sex. And then you have the woman as the one that's at home taking care of children, potentially cooking and cleaning, and not doing the penetrative aspect of sex, but the receiving. That is such a fucked up stereotype that is so ancient. I put this out here to suggest that we change this masculine and feminine energetic pattern to a non-gendered word. Energy does not follow a gender. Sure, personality types, characters, you may be able to generalize from the existence of hormones as a doctor. I know that somebody that has testes is going to have more testosterone. Somebody that's going to have ovaries is going to potentially have more estrogen and progesterone. Sure, but always, am I going to be able to tell that by looking at an external organ? No. Because there are so many people that will have lower testosterone levels and higher progesterone levels in the opposite gender of what I just described. Because everybody does not fit into that box. Allowance for intersex. Those who actually have characteristics of both of those sexual organs. So sexual identity, sexual organs, gender, gender identity, they're all very connected in the way we talk, but it's incorrect. So when we talk about the binary in the form of energy, it bothers me because where do you fit if you don't identify as female or male? You don't. But if we were to change our words, And not just the words, but the depth of the expectation of what we think people that harbor those characteristics are supposed to behave like. If we were to change that, wouldn't we be making a world that is so much more empathic? The amount of pressure that you're putting on a human that may identify as female to carry that female energetic pattern, feminine energetic pattern, is a lot. What if that person wants to carry the masculine identifying energetic pattern. The theory is actually everybody carries all of these characteristics because it is true. It is a human energetic pattern. But creating a binary on it and saying this is a feminine way of being and this is a masculine way of being continues 
to embolden the stereotype that I and many want to break. How can we break that binary thinking if we constantly, even on spiritual levels, speak about it from a binary perspective? We can't. The only way we could really get to that place where we're embracing humans as humans with many characteristics, some which may have fallen into, I'm hoping one day we can say this, old patterns of thinking that were feminine and masculine energetic patterns and are now recognized as human patterns. Wouldn't that be a really beautiful space to thrive? I am putting this out there for everybody to think about. And ask yourself, catch yourself, when you're speaking in gender terms, do I need to? What am I trying to say? Am I trying to say something that's going to further a stereotype? That's going to cause harm? That's going to cause erasure? Can I stop and change my words? I'm going to try to do this all the time. And I am at fault. For 47 and a half years, I did not squash the binary. For 48 years, I did not squash the binary within my own pronoun. Now I am. My pronouns are going to be two, they and cause. So I go by cosmos as my name. The pronoun currently, and this may change, of cause, it's not a nickname. And I ask people not to use it as a nickname, but to actually call me Cosmos. But when you refer to me in a sentence, and if I'm not there, you could say, for example, I went to Cause House. I like Cause Podcast. I think Cause is proud of Cause Self. So those are ways that you would use my pronoun. And I also ask, when people give you their pronoun, ask them to say it for you in a way you would like them to hear it if you don't think you know how to use that pronoun. And then also go and do some homework because maybe that pronoun exists, but there are plenty of people that make their own pronouns like I just made mine, and you may not know how to conjugate it. In other languages, I'm not exactly sure how you would conjugate cause, so I'm speaking for English. And I again ask today to take some time and think about how often you use gendered language in your conversations. And specifically when you're talking about spirituality, can you step away from calling it a feminine or masculine pattern of energy? And can you change that thought process? Is there another way to describe it? I leave that with you. And I say thank you to all of you for being here. As always, showing up and being such an incredible loyal fan of the Sublime Soul Surrender podcast which I'm so proud of. And it will be six months next week in June, which is my birthday month, June 21st. And we have some exciting episodes coming up to bring in the summer solstice, to bring in halfway of 2022. 
And I hope all of you out there are taking really good care of your hearts, your souls, your bodies. It has been a very difficult time on our planet. For everybody that is suffering in any way, I hold lots of love for all of you. And I just want you to all know that I see you. I am here for you. And there are so many ways that you can get in touch with me. I would be happy to help anybody that wants to be seen. That is what I coach for. You can go to my website, CosmicSoulCoaching.com. You can go to my Instagram, which is DocMinx, M-I-N-X. And you can find all of this in the show notes, so you don't have to remember it right now. I send all of you lots of love. Have a beautiful morning, afternoon, night, evening, wherever you may be. And I look forward to having you come back again next week with lots of love. Bye, all. Bye.